I'll turn on my video just to say hello because it's rude otherwise. I've got the wrong camera. Oh, no, it's not recognising that one. Oh, it doesn't ah. want to show you. It's it's protecting it your identity. Oh, maybe it is. Or maybe it's because I muppetly haven't plugged it in because I was just doing the sound. <laughs> um, Introducing Simon Reed, Muppet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is remarkably impressive with technology, as you can see. I mean, you can go all um, over the world, but you can't turn a camera on. It's just as well you've got people doing that for you, really. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I really can't be trusted with it. There you are. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Simon, first of all, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Um, it's lovely to Not speak to you. Not at all, thank you. Obviously, you are an adventurer. You go all over the world and you've looked at some of the most beautiful and, and fragile places as well. So what we're talking about today must be something that... Uh, is is particularly something you're not only keenly aware of but very passionate about as well yeah i, mean, I, I suppose the standard thing to say was it's, it's it's close to my heart but it's it's sort of more than that as well because the journeys i do they are they're wonderful to be a part of and to go on but i also do genuinely feel a big responsibility goes with the privilege you know i'm i'm lucky enough to 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 travel the planet and try and explore what's happening to our world and i get to see the the majesty and the beauty of 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 the world but also the problems that we're facing and we try and incorporate that very definitely into the programs whether it's conflict and war or whether it's what we're doing to the environment and so since the beginning of my programs i've been trying to highlight uh the environmental challenges we're facing in the world whether that's horrific pollution or what well, is often horrific pollution isn't it or what we're doing to wildlife on the planet um just stupidly the things we're doing as a species really to hammer our only home so we've always made that part of the program and anything to do with the environment then is of interest to me and building a greener better future is definitely something i'm i believe in and i know we need to do it can be quite overwhelming at times, though, can't it? And maybe even a little bit disheartening because we try and do these little things. But of course, the issue is enormous. And especially when it's things that we can't necessarily, we don't feel like we can immediately impact on. So, for instance, there are some major weather events going on at the moment that, you know, mm. there's a big loss of life with these weather events. And I suppose for people individually, we might sort of think, oh, how can I change that? I think that's fair and true. And, you know, people, we don't see how, where we fit into the overall, we don't see our power, our importance really as yeah. a component in the economy and the the environment as a result. But, you know, as, as Brits, we have an enormous um, environmental footprint. It's quite, it can be quite shocking to realise, but but, you know, we've got a power and a responsibility that comes with that. And actually... You know, there are lots of things we can do individually and collectively, and that probably starts with recognising there's a problem in the first place and then listening when people or governments are saying, look, we've got to do something about this. This is what we're going to do. Try not to grumble about it too much because it's really important. And, you know, I'm taken back to this this survey that's just been conducted by census-wide, which, which shows which environmental achievements of the last decade make um, us as Brits feel proud. And this, this survey is really clear. It shows that we are really pleased and proud of, for example, the, the charge that was put on plastic bags, the ban that was placed on plastic microbeads in cosmetics and so on, um, and that nearly 80% of Brits really do want to combat climate change now and pass on 
a healthy planet to our kids. And I think that's really interesting. I suppose the main point is that Brits do care and we can make a big difference. You know, the plastic bag charge, which has been voted for as the top uh, environmental achievement, that, that's resulted in a 97% drop in the use of single-use plastic bags. And that makes a massive difference. We haven't got so many of those bags clogging our sewers, littering our our lanes and our highways. And that's really, really key and important. And it comes out, this survey, at the same time as a report's been conducted into our future energy use. And of course, how we use energy going forward is absolutely critical because we've got to move away from using fossil fuels to heat our homes and cook our food and so on and that report um it's been done by a group called cornwall insight and it's showing how important it is for us to have a more flexible energy system going forward so we can use renewable resources like solar and wind and smart meters are going to play a really big part in helping to create that greener future and building a more flexible national energy system. So don't think that you as an individual aren't making a difference, aren't involved in the situation and hopefully involved in providing and finding solutions and a, and, and a better a better ecosystem and economy as a result. And that's the thing, I mean, talking about the plastic bags, that is such a visual um, difference mm. that, is, that, that has happened and it sort of reconnects us to the plants around us because when they're not impacting on the wildlife around us the flora and fauna really aren't we and, and, and you will have seen that I'm sure as well in, in your travels and sort of the reduction in plastic but then also there are still some nations aren't there where they're somewhat far behind on that and maybe need to kind of take a step up totally um, you know when you say that the two places I think that I've been to Bangladesh which banned thin plastic bags years ago because they were having the same problems we were but it was slightly more significant perhaps the consequences because it, the plastic bags were littering the country and they became breeding grounds for mosquitoes because little pools of water would develop in them and it was blocking sewers in monsoon so the country banned them and it's a much cleaner place as a result i was in spain traveling around the mediterranean and i saw how plastic use there for plastic greenhouses which are used on a vast scale to grow our much of our fruit and veg that we import during the winter that's often uh, the plastic from those is often just plowed into the ground or discarded of and that was really horrific to see because because it was sort of caked into different layers in the ground. And that was sort of like the worst case, um, worst situation, really worst use for that you could have for the for the plastic. So how we use it around the planet varies from idiotic to slightly more sensible. Of course it does. And how we use plastic in the UK, obviously that's been changing since the charges were put on plastic bags. But I think, you know, people grumbled a little bit about, about it at the time. But as you say, we can see the difference. And that makes it a really key thing for us to recognise as we go forward. That something that we thought might be a little bit tricky. Oh, actually, it's not that hard at all to take a bag to the shops, is it? And it makes the country and the environment better. Banning plastic microbeads. That was another thing we did in 2018. You know, before that, they were in a lot of our cosmetics. Tiny, tiny, tiny beads of plastic, as mad as it sounds now. Just having one shower could flush 100,000 microbeads down the drain and into the ocean. That was just bonkers, wasn't it? So we banned that, we stopped it. We can have these clear 
wins where we do something better. And I think going forward, how we use our energy is going to be a really key area where we can improve things. So we move away from fossil fuels, we use more renewable energy, but we're going to have to use that renewable energy flexibly and intelligently. We need to sort of level it out during the day. So we're not all just using energy at peak time from 4pm to 7pm. If we spread it out during the day and honestly these smart meters are going to play a really key role in that that will mean that we save money in the future it could save about 14 billion pounds in the year 2040 so huge huge sums and it also could mean hopefully that we'll need less dirty big gas-fired power stations in the future so this report the one that was mentioned from cornwall insight it shows using energy basically more flexibly at home it's a win-win-win for consumers, for the energy system, for the environment as well. And it's interesting you talk about this with the energy because there's a, an ongoing discussion at the moment on the Isle of Man about wind turbines and they're trying to find mm. areas to erect these wind turbines. And there is still a lot of um, a kind of pushback, I guess, really, from people. It's, it's mm. a bit sort of nimbyism, I suppose. The sort of, you know, I don't really want it near me, but however, I do want to support it. What would you say to people to try and encourage them to sort of take a different perspective on it? Well, I think I can I can totally understand it. I, th I think change, full stop, can be that change can be tricky for people, can't it? And and obviously people don't want the the let the view that they enjoy necessarily to be changed. They don't want the environment that they enjoy to be changed. But look, unless we collectively do this, we're not just going to see change. We're going to see ruin. We're going to see terrible things happening. We are starting to see that elsewhere around the world. I have absolutely no doubt, and nobody should, because there's 8 billion of us on this planet, a number that's only increasing, and we're going to have an ever bigger impact. So we've got to introduce cleaner, greener ways of living and of producing power and of existing. And yes, that might involve people having their something popped up in their view on their in their outlook that they they might not necessarily want but we want to find the right places to put things of course we do we want to find the best places that impact as as little as possible if people are uh feel a, a, that it's a complete negative for them to have something in in their view hopefully we can persuade them or we can give them perhaps even subsidies i don't know i know as a country we're talking about all of these sort of options so that people whose whose world is changed get get some sort of benefit from something that's introduced like wind turbines for example but whatever we're going to do we've got to do it quickly we've got to get on with it and however we do it we've got to build a national energy infrastructure if you like that is flexible and is able to incorporate the power from things like um wind turbines off the coast of the of the isle of man yeah, exactly. Um, I'm guessing as well, being a father's probably kind of changed your perspective somewhat on this because sort of looking to the future and what that's going to be like for, for children as well. I think that's true. I think it would I think you couldn't you couldn't really have it any other way. Could you, you, you look at your your littler and and his friends and my godchildren? And of course, I I want as much as possible for them to inherit a world that is interesting and safe and beautiful. And, you know, I. I can't impress on people enough that what I see on my journeys, what I go out and what we try and film and capture to show people back in, in the UK is a changing world. We are having a colossal impact on our planet. There are a lot of terrible and negative things happening, but there is still a beautiful world out there worth fighting for and believing in. But we have to adapt to a situation where 
we as humans have immense power and we have to use that. We have to recognize that power. We have to recognize how much we're polluting the world. And then we have to reduce it and mitigate it and avoid it as much as we possibly can. So if the option comes your way to make a little bit of a difference. You've got to really try and grasp it. You've got to recognize that you as a person, as a citizen, as a human, you have a power, but that comes with a, a responsibility as well to exist in the most in a way that has the smallest impact on the on the environment and yes delivers ultimately a, a decent planet for our children and our grandchildren and that's why this research is actually the survey is actually really really encouraging because it does show that these little things that we've done that are you know they they don't really make that much of a difference to us the fact that we're just using reusable bags and you know not using plastic mm. straws and reducing microbes it's not really changing our lives to a huge extent but it is actually making a huge difference to the world and as you've mentioned we're proud of it and so that has got to sort of be a really good start really hasn't it yeah, I think so. So going going forward, you know, we've got this. I mean, exactly as you're saying, those those bans and the the charge that's put on plastic bags. You know, they were big national projects, if you like, that we did as a nation. So mm. going thought forward, I think we've got to understand we've got more. We've definitely got more to do. Um, and a big national project now is this rollout of smart meters around the country is about 33 million that have been rolled out so far and they are a good thing for britain for the environment for individual households the more meters that are installed the greater the benefit so people who request an installation of a smart meter you know they're helping to build the foundations if you like of this more flexible energy system which will benefit us all as a nation moving forward it will save us money uh in the decades to come and it will definitely benefit the the eco the environment as well and our our ecosystem if you like our national british ecosystem <laughs> well said we can make a difference we can yeah and, and you're about to go on tour as well and i mean not coming to see us but that's fine we still love you so well, not yet i hope so <laughs> you'll have to come back but people can obviously uh, look up on your site to get all the tour details but you've also been uh, teasing us with some photos of new wilderness series can you tell us anything about it well, I'm hopeless on social media, but yeah, I'm I'm very bad at teasing. I just sort of put a photograph <laughs> up on on the social on the social, as people on say. Socials. Um, yeah, so I've been filming this year a new TV series called Wilderness, which, um, well, that's what we're calling it at the moment. Anyway, it might change by the time it goes out, but it's really about some of the last great wild places, wild areas of the planet, and I think I needed a reminder that they existed. And I think people need a reminder that this is still a glorious and gorgeous planet worth believing in and, and protecting and fighting for. And so we went to some of the last great wilderness areas of, 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 the, of the world on, on our only home. And we met a lot of the people who lived there because, of course, there are people everywhere and people who are campaigning and battling to protect those places and looking after them and the indigenous people who lived there and have always lived there. Um, and steward them and protect them and often created these wilderness areas in the first place. So, yeah, there's a lot of inspiring people we met. I mean, as I'm talking about it, I'm thinking of the, the views I saw, the places I saw, but also the people I met as well. And it's always, you know, we are a wonderful creature, um, but we've got to start using our only home in a more sensible way. Well, that's the thing. We're a wonderful creature and we do have the capacity to make a difference. So it's just acknowledging that really, isn't it? Um, and what if there's one thing, let's leave people with something they can they can do potentially even just today. One thing they can do to make a difference. What do you think? Oh, goodness. I think one thing people can do today, you could you could ring up 
Uh, you could get online and you could go and request a smart meter. Um, that would help. That is, you're building our future energy system that way. There you go. I think recognizing your individual impact is a really important thing. Recognize you as a human being. You've got a footprint on this planet and you want to reduce it down as much as possible. So just recognize your power, first of all. And then, yeah, use plastic, use single use plastic um, less and less. Try and really get that out of your life. That would be a wonderful thing for you to do. Simon, inspiring as always. Thank you so much for taking the time. Loved it. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Take all care. The best. All the best. Bye. Manx Radio's 1 to 3, tended by Ramsey Garden Centre. Pick up your new all-season loyalty card in-store today and start collecting reward points.